everyone. It's Jillian Barbary with Lizzie, as always. Hi, everybody. Here's the second half of our interview with Miss Dorothy Lucy, my former co-host on Good Day LA. We had to do two episodes because we just had too much juice. <laughs> two, 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 too much. <laughs> All right. It's time yeah. to listen to part two with Dorothy Lucy. Woohoo! Remember when I got kicked out of the Academy Awards, too? Oh, oh right. And somebody what? had to write a letter begging yes. to okay. let you back in. They, what? Because you said they were boring. boring. I said, you know, the Academy oh, Awards, geez. they need to step it up. Oh, they wouldn't give her credentials. Yeah. Oh, gee. Okay, so what did you do? Very sensitive, the Academy. You said the show was boring. <laughs> I said they and need to the step it up. And the year, they wouldn't give her credentials. <laughs> yeah. I said it gets really boring, especially for younger people. You guys bitch about ratings. Step it up. You got to step This was like early 90s. It's way before Hugh Jackman and Jimmy Kimmel were doing shit on right. it. And um, and Dorothy and I would have to sit outside in that little tiny square. It would be you, your producer, Bill, <laughs> me, my producer, Carlota, in a square the size of... And you know, I'm wearing some poofy dress. <laughs> <laughs> and you only have, it's like maybe three feet. Maybe. And you have the camera and all the humans. And then you have people behind you from some foreign press or worse... A person beside you that gets the star before you that you've never heard of that asks every fucking question in the book from what they had for cereal that day to how many bowel movements they had. And you would just be sitting there waiting going, oh my God, their publicist is going to pull them off any second and say, we got to go. And then one year there was somebody next to us. Oh, it was Italian TV and they were remember very that? expressive with their yes. hands. And the girl kept like slapping me when yes. she was talking no. with her hands. <laughs> and then we would go back after, after a show and then we'd have to edit these packages and we'd be up all night. We'd be in our dresses and we'd be drinking Boone's Farm wine. Those those were fun times. Oh, yeah. We remember we made that like 7 Eleven run once. <laughs> yes, at that very, when we were in Hollywood on Wilter and Wilton. Oh, the old studio. Oh, my God. And it was the only place it was open. And, and obviously, we desperately needed alcohol. Obviously. And I remember saying to you, turn your ring around because you had your big diamond. Oh, jeez. <laughs> she did. I was like, really? And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like that area was. Chili and clueless. Prone for people getting shot at like two but in the we morning. We were going to get our booze. You're damn right we were. I forgot. You know, my husband was an editor on the show forever. Uh, ever. And I do oh, forget. He knows all the stories. Yeah, I do forget he would come back and go, oh, like what happened today? Yeah. Or, oh my God. And he always said it was such a party every day working yeah. there for well. Like Over a, a decade. There was a decade there that was yeah. just fun. Like, oh, truly, right? Like you'd go to work and it was just a blast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we laughed. That's all we did. That's all we did. We laughed and we talked to celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> and the celebrities over Pretty time. Pretty much a good gig. They were, you know, at first they didn't really talk to us. And by the end, not by the end, but certainly by the middle, they that's all the show that they watched and they oh, couldn't yeah. wait to come on and they would get excited oh, about meeting us. became and, the, like, you know, yeah. A-list celebrities would come on to promote their projects. Mm -hmm. And so it was really fun to watch your show. Be like, oh my gosh, this is who My favorite have. Oscar moment ever. Of course, it always involves George, George Clooney. Clooney. They always would. <laughs> but he came up to me on the red carpet and everybody's screaming, George, George. He comes up to me and he goes, I got to tell you a little something about your co-host. <laughs> what? <laughs> he invented a party with Jill. A what? Jimmy Kimmel party. What happened? Okay, so George Clooney. See, that's all I have to say towards these. What, what happened? happened? <laughs> George <laughs> Clooney, God bless George Clooney, but for some reason he's invested in my life. And so I remember one time Lisa Breckridge was on the red carpet and he came over. It was like the Oscars and he's like, Jillian won the skating show, right? And she's like, no, actually she didn't. She was robbed. Then he comes over to nice. Dorothy and he's I like, I remember that. I was there. That was <laughs> he funny. Goes, he was really indignant. He goes to Dorothy. That can't be right. I think he said, <laughs> I have a story about Jillian. <laughs> and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was the pool at Jimmy Kimmel. I Kimmel's. think you fell in the pool or something. I certainly did. Okay. Not even just a pool. Okay, so Jimmy's got this really modern 
house where the stairs are floating and there's no railing and ah. the pool there's no nothing it's just like here's the bar and then there that's a pool oh that's a hot tub but it's all fl- flesh and i was oh. wearing my louboutins and my leper or my leather pants and so this is a party he was throwing for howard stern yes so a-listers oh, hi. it was like the oscars right so there's george and there's like emily blunt and Ooh. no it's it was it okay. was like an oscar party right so it was probably that weekend but it, it probably was oh yeah but Howard makes everyone wear a name tag because he's so bad at names. So it'd be like George walking around with George Clooney. Like it's fucking, no. ho- yes, yes, no. yes. No, it's great. It's great. Hi, I'm George Clooney. Yeah. Okay. So it's okay. hilarious because he always says to Beth, I had a 20 minute conversation with that person. She's like, uh, yeah, that was Adam Levine of fucking Maroon 5. He's like, oh, oh, I knew he was familiar. So he goes, next party, they're wearing name tags. So we all had to have these name tags, including George. And so I was talking to Mark like McGrath. back to school night. And Ryan Philippi, and we're at the bar. And I'm like, yeah, blah, 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 purse over my shoulder. Shoulder, I take a step back and I step no. into the hot tub and it was in slow motion and I swear to God I look up and I can see George Clooney Emily Blunt John George, Krakowski George was so amused by this Stacy his girlfriend Stacy Keebler at the time whatever name and then I was like Oh my God, I'm going back in the warm Oh, this feels good but oh <laughs> no, shit. Wait, what did you get fully submerged? Oh yeah Where's Jimmy had my wallet And he had to air it out I had to get it the next day He had it delivered to me Oh no 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 It was a fucking disaster Were you there solo Or were you married at the time Oh Speaking of which So you know how the ex Used to get mad at me For everything So I was talking to George And oh, Stacy was there And we were joking Like he loved Good Day LA Like he was just really Fucking It's what funny. everybody watched Right It was And I said something like And she was really nice And she had leather pants on too And I was like Look at you I have legs for days And I smacked her in the ass And I remember my ex Who will not be named He's like Voldemort And I, I, I said <laughs> The name that will not be mentioned <laughs> Never be mentioned And he was so angry He didn't talk to me The whole way home Because I smacked her on the ass I'm like You smacked everybody I smacked everybody Like Yoko You were very Ono. irreverent Yeah Oh my god I, I remember when am. you smacked Yoko Ono on the ass She was fun Wait what Okay wait no wait Okay wait She was we fun We put a pin in Yoko Ono <laughs> Smacking ass But so you Slow-mo fell into the pool Yes No sorry Spa so it was warm yeah, it was as very least. Warm. Oh, delicious. With your purse, with oh, a yeah. phone in the pur- oh, the whole shebang. How did you get out? Like an oh, act like... I'm sure my ex probably put his foot out to keep my head under the water. I'm not sure how I got <laughs> Shut out. Shut up! But uh, what did George say? What did he tell <laughs> did you? Did anybody help you out? I, I don't remember. George, it wasn't George. He didn't use the word graceful. I know that. <laughs> Like, how did you get out of the... She was like, hey, everybody... Not not gracefully, as Dorothy said. Probably just like... And then did you have to go like, can I get a towel? I mean, Uh, what did you do? Yeah, they brought towels to me, and then I kept my clothes on, and they dried throughout the night. Oh, my God. You think I was going to leave that party? Yeah. Contest. I I wasn't going to leave that party. So you're just standing there So I'm like, like, so George, tell me a little bit as I'm dripping like, wet. <laughs> tell so me about your next film. It's film. probably the next night that I see him oh at the Oscars. Gosh. And he's oh like, oh, God. come here, I have a story for oh you. Oh, yes, yes. I'll bet you you're right. <laughs> All of a sudden you're walking around the party in a robe and your hair up in a towel. I mean, you know what? I have a picture of that moment. What? I think Lisa Breck took of him telling me the story, which I will find for you. Oh, that is brilliant. It's just him whispering something to and me. But. So you didn't know, and you're just sitting there trying to act like, oh my God, <laughs> poor Jillian. Oh, it, it just, it's, no, she probably thought, oh my God, that's so Jillian. Yes, it was like, oh, oh my God. That's our show. That's so Jillian. <laughs> I don't think I knew you guys did a bunch of red carpets together. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. How many did we do? We did so many. 
Do you still talk to Carlota at all? She was my producer at the time. I haven't talked to her. I, I hear she's doing really well. She's the one who started the whole Hot Look website. Mm. She left Fox before any of us. And, like, and was smart and made money. I ran oh. into her, but it's been a long time. It's been a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I, I always wonder about her if she got married, if she, you know, because she was such a smart girl. And... You know, I felt so bad after, because we had a falling out uh, at Fox. Again, me trying to do the right thing, not really sure of what the right thing is. And you go to them and they just, they were just so strange about everything. It was yeah. so strange. I'm I remember like, Carlota giving me a gift when I had Nash, mm-hmm. because she and I shared an office, remember? Yes. She and Lisa Brack and Bill yes. and I had an office. And I did, I had a oh, room closet. There's four yes. of you in an office together. Yeah, but it was kind of like, yeah, I was cool. her talk about my office. It was not fancy. There were four of us. <laughs> Beautiful, though. And the way they had it divided, and they had their own okay. personal things in it's there. It's weird, though, that I was in there with your producer. I Do mean, you that was, you should have been in there. Yeah, I was in a broom closet. No, I complained about not having one, so they cleaned out a closet as a joke. Remember that live on the air? And then they were like, no, we don't have room. So they put my desk in the middle <laughs> of the hallway. The they put it on the roof, and then they put it in the hallway, and I would give people directions. See, that like, is funny. Oh, yeah, you can go. Okay, yes, the main newsroom is that way. Yep, go ahead. Do you have any? Can I see your credentials, please? Yes, the uh, actual makeup room is that way. I loved when you were on the roof. They moved her desk up there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was on the roof by myself. I mean, we had, even though like we turned my anger into to, some funny stuff. It's a good place to evaluate the weather. It made sense. <laughs> That's true. Weather, weather, weather they would watcher. have a... Fox sky shot from Rick Dickert, and it would be me at the desk by myself on a roof by myself. <laughs> oh my God! No! And I would pull out yes. the helicopter. Or when you were late for work, which wasn't very often, yeah. but Rick used to follow you in with the chopper. Yeah, and I'd be doing my makeup in the car. <laughs> like slow speed Wait, chase. On the 101, yes. heading at 65 yes. miles He's an like, hour. here she is here. Oh. And okay, I'd be flying up the 405. Genius. I remember the time I hit the couch on the 405 and it exploded. Oh my God. What the hell are you talking about? She had a couch. I had a couch on the 405. I was coming from Huntington. I was late. I was probably doing 100. And the cop said, if you were doing the speed limit, you would have been seriously damaged. Like, I blew through this couch so fast. I saw a footrest come up over me. In the white Mercedes? Uh, No, I had like a, I don't know what I had at that time. I had like a Well, you lived like an hour from the station. Yeah, I lived way down in Huntington Beach. Oh, my God. All I remember is seeing this easy boy just go poof. And and it was like like wood shards going over my windshield. And, and you just kept rest. going. I kept going. I said, and I was the time you picked up Steve for work and oh you, what'd you back into? A pole. Yeah, okay. That's, That's the so only nervous. time you picked him up? Yes. Okay. I don't know. He makes me nervous. Okay, like, so mm. Carlota gave Nash a baby oh, gift. What God, was that? you're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not even that good of a story, but you're good to remember. <laughs> it, it had, and I knew nothing about kids when I had Nash. I mean, literally nothing. But this I did know. So I open it up and it's so cute. It's like a onesie. And, you know, it's got the little snaps. And she shows me like, look, it has little snaps for changing the diaper. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure they all have that. You're both like, I don't know much about kids. They don't wear jeans as soon as they're born. You're like, Now I want to, Yoko Ono, how did you smack her in the ass? Was that on air? Yeah, she was a guest. She was a guest and she was eccentric. And I think she maybe put an album out. It was like, whoa, with her screaming. (laughs) And then we played it and we're like, yeah. And I was like, it's got a bit of a beat if you give it some time. And then uh, she got up and danced. And we all danced. And 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 Steve started doing drums on the desk. (laughs) That one, he would fucking do that. I got to tell you. As a guest, and then you go into a full drum solo sometimes and you're like, Okay. And I think you slapped her ass. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how'd she handle that? Great. She had a great sense of humor. Oh my God, she loved us. Yeah, you know, there are a lot oh, of people that- afraid of her. It's you, like Beatle adjacent. Yes, like yes, exactly. Right? It's almost like- uh, when Well, she's one of the- She is John Lennon's gatekeeper, and rightfully yeah. so, but yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's weird. The people that you sometimes think were going to be- uh, 
uptight. Or, like, like Julie Andrews was so much fun. She was incredible. Oh. I mean, yeah. you know, you're thinking it's Mary Poppins. It's not going to be <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah. Do you remember the interview you did with Angelina Jolie? And they cut it off. And we used to do these faces, and we would just do the mouths. And then I would call it Angelina Foley. And we we had a Johnny Johnny Dip. There's there's no way to illustrate this on a podcast. It was was lips. Somebody did that. Somebody stole that from you. Somebody did that. Conan Conan O'Brien. Or maybe you stole it from Conan. So if you steal a photo of them and you would impose lips and she would talk. Oh, God. I didn't appreciate those questions. (laughs) What happened with that? Yeah, I was interviewing her live, right? She was was satellite. Yeah. yeah. I think I, in a very nice way, asked her about being bisexual because she had talked about it with Barbara Walters. But apparently she did not want to talk about it with Dorothy Lucy. Yes. Oh. And then all of a sudden. And they just pulled the plug. It's just it's color bars. <laughs> and then who walked out? Was it Kat Von Kat D? Kat Von D walked out. On me. Yeah. Oh, she got. Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> I liked when people then, flirted with you because you were single there for yeah, a Yeah, and they did. And then sometimes I was like, hmm, like. The Brett Ratners of the world I didn't go out with. I'm kind of grateful for now. There's certain people that Terrence, what's his face? <laughs> Terrence Howard, remember oh, that? Oh, you were supposed to have a date with him. Yeah, and then he canceled his, didn't his somebody call you, Liz? And to say, cancel. This yes. Is, this is, if she wanted to avoid somebody or take a beat to think about it, <laughs> she'd give my phone number. <laughs> take a beat. I would get very odd requests and inquiries and you know it was early cell phones so <laughs> you don't even know who the hell was calling you and so honest to god it was like hey Jillian I'd love to go take you out or maybe we can just go to my hotel room and I'll play you the flamingo guitar <laughs> flamingo <laughs> he was kind of sexy and he light was. candles and, and, I, and I, I go god I thought it sounded amazing right I played for her she's like gonna oh go. my god no way and yeah. I'm like I was like that's so cheesy I was like oh okay I go, well, I'm not calling him back to turn down and say you're unavailable I'm like you're still gonna have to handle this yeah. no those were like when you were single and those crazy days those were those were fun days we all just saw each other well it was about a year ago and I was so happy to see the like great chemistry because like when you got married Dorothy came there were baby showers and life events that you were always together like when you crescent your pool here (laughs) (laughs) you know there were moments but then obviously being off the air together it was sort of like you know how and when are you guys going to see each other Mm -hmm. and I think people understood that we were in contact still right like after the show I don't think that they knew how much, but there was certainly an interest there, like what happened. And I couldn't ever put it into words, quite frankly. I tried. I, I don't know how you did this I, with people. I, I don't know. It's still to the I day. still can't. We still can't, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? But I something... A sister dynamic makes sense. Well, you used to say that to me a long time ago. Oh, we're like sisters. And I was like, yeah, bitch. But <laughs> which is very, which is very sister, one. which is very sisterly. <laughs> True. I mean, I have two of them. <laughs> and, and then it's funny because now there's nobody I love more. Yeah. Aww. And she was really instrumental in helping me through the whole cancer. Yeah. Oh, well, I love you. That was hard. Did I tell you or did somebody else? Tell you I had cancer. I forget. Hmm. I think somebody else told me. That, I have to say. I know say, you reached out right away. You know, okay, I said earlier that time when, when you were fired, it was an earthquake. Not as big of an earthquake as cancer because you're like the last person yeah. in the world I ever would have thought. Yeah. But you're the strongest. She's like, well, you've got such a nice face. You look good bald. I'm like, honey, I am so bloated right now. I have no eyelashes. I have no brows. Oh, my God. I'm so hideous. But it was little things like that that just make you feel like, okay. You know, and I kept thinking, 
you know, it's weird. I kept thinking, I wonder if I was still on Good Day LA, how this would play out. Like, how would I be mm. able to go every day and be not cry? And, and then I see there's this beautiful girl who does it, and uh, she has blood cancer, I think, Amanda. Mm. She's, she's really lovely, and we sort of spoke a little bit during the early cancer days, but I don't even know who's on that show anymore. I don't know. Is Tony the anchor? I, don't, I have no idea. Well, I, we love Tony. Oh, but Tony, Tony, Tony the on the camel <laughs> again. Oh, wait a minute! Top five moments of life. Okay, wait a minute. Even I remember that as a viewer. Wasn't he at the Christmas? Yes, yes. the big one down in Crystal Orange Cathedral? County, Crystal Cathedral. Yeah, and they put him on a camel, and the camel with sat the big, down, <laughs> and he had the big hat and the camel. Oh yeah, he was in like full wise man costume. Oh, Tony God bless is him. the kindest. And the camel yeah. sat down, and the hat fell off. Tony. Well, you guys were a family. Like that's what I say. Like as a viewer, you were a family. We got that you did not get along with each other some days. That you irritated the crap out. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, you would love each other, make fun of each other, rib each other, and that only comes from familiarity. I mean, that that's really the truth. And I think too that if I don't know, I always think if the suits would have waited it out, whatever that roller coaster was that they were afraid was going down and not coming back up again. I think if they would have ridden that out, it would have been such a great thing because it is who we were and it, people evolved with us on the mm -hmm. air. They saw us go through having babies and maybe divorce, not in your case or Steve's, but you know. I keep waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but finding, you know, different things out in life, whether it's birth family or what have you, I feel like I went through so much that you're right, Liz, like the, they, they didn't appreciate what the viewers had with Dorothy or myself um, as far as personal connection. And they and were just like, oh, replace everything. I mean, we yeah. knew about, I mean, I know there was points where people were like, you know, Oh my gosh, she's talking about Nash again. But oh, that, that was, was the best. You know, but we, then you Rod loved it. Yes. The chopper. <laughs> like, it almost like you like, drinks a Rod Burton used to have the no Nash sign. Oh my God. And you know what? Thank God I was fired because my poor son, if I was like <laughs> still on the air when he was in high school, I mean, it would have just been no, it too been humiliating. Those, like, you would have been banned like a lot of teenagers say, like, yeah. you know, yeah. they won't let their talk mom about share on social media. It would have yeah. been like, you can't talk about me on the show. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think as a viewer, we felt like you were family to us as yeah. viewers. And yeah. so it really was heartbreaking for us when all those changes would happen and kind of like, where did my family member go that every single day I'd check in with them or want to know what was going on. And it was so exciting when like, yeah, you got pregnant. Julie got married. I mean, because that was like, oh my god, <laughs> Dorothy. I think you're like what? Wait. I think Steve called your business manager, and your business manager called me because they were so concerned you were yeah. getting married. Yes, and they said, you know, is there is there? Can we do a post nap? Like, what can we do? Because, you know, Mrs. on the weather wall would be like, you know, the Kanye song, get a prenup. Get a, and then she didn't listen to her own oh, advice. Oh, Steve and I were just talking about that on, on his Insta Live, how you were miss, get a prenup, get a prenup. Did you get a prenup? No. Oh, hell no. No, I didn't, guys. And I had to be the one like, listen, people are really concerned and they want to know if you could get a post-nup. And I, listen, I... I knew that was very unlikely, but I was like, <laughs> I got to ask. But then, you know, I mean, then they everybody was supportive and happy and it yeah. was like, great. I mean, listen, I, I think as your girlfriends, it was awesome when you got pregnant. It was kind of surprising and it was mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, like this, we had to watch you grow a belly and be pregnant and happy on air. It was awesome. Yeah. And also for somebody who didn't really think about it, talk about it, uh, my career was everything. When I got married, yeah. was so in love and got pregnant so quickly. It was like, oh, this is how it's supposed to go. Like you just get pregnant and then have a baby and then, oh, I got pregnant again, have a baby. And you don't realize that other people aren't thinking that way maybe. 
Yeah. Important people that are involved. In it. <laughs> but, but, but to the audience, it was like they went through the ride with you. Or certain people, like Twitter was becoming really big, and I would get on Twitter late at night when I was nursing and talk to people that were mm-hmm. in the same you know, situation. So I remember when I was pregnant on air, and you would say to me, there's a brain in your belly. Oh, yeah. I was so freaked out. <laughs> like, like, there's elbows, there's teeth yeah, there's in there. Knee, there's kneecaps in there. Like, that's so weird. Do you remember we had this producer, she was pregnant, and I was in the elevator with her. I feel so mad. I'm like, do you ever think, like, there's some kneecaps in that belly of yours? And she's like, no. I'm like, oh, there's a brain in there. Well, that's kind of scientific, right? And she's like, okay. And then what floor are we at? And then by the time she got off, she's like, it was stop. Three floors. I'll never forget. She was like, please stop. You're starting to freak me out and scare me. And then she's like, Goodbye. And she went to her car and I was like, well, that was weird. Like, I just couldn't understand. I'm like, how strange. She is growing elbows and kneecaps in her belly. Uh, why would she Perhaps respond? Perhaps it was the way you presented the information. But I'm so like in, in your face, of matter of fact, that she was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. You're freaking me out. Yeah, and then and also, when I was first pregnant, I uh, very dramatically... Showed you the sonogram. But we thought you and had. Nobody knew what it was. Yeah, me and Steve, idiots. <laughs> well, I was Steve's like, "What's that?" Kids were too old. They probably yeah, didn't, he does forgot. that exist. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like, even being mean. I mean, it's like, did and that... she's so thin. I thought maybe she had like a big Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, like, geez. swear to God, I swear to God. And we're like, "What are we looking at?" And I was like, "Cause she's never had a gut, and she's always skinny." Oh, I had a gut. I no, still have a gut. No, no, no. You were so skinny. And then I thought, I thought maybe you had a lot to eat at Thanksgiving or something. <laughs> And you said, no, you guys. And then she has to explain it to us. And like I'm saying things like, it's, uh, you know, cheesy things like, it's a new production. It's coming in May. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and, <they're laughs> like, and we're like, what? 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 It'll be premiering in and January. And you know, all the doctors like, at home wow. and all the smart people are like, are they that fucking stupid? <laughs> well, that'll be interesting today. You talk about Twitter. Yeah. Because you were the first one on it. Yeah. And it became a weird popularity barometer. And so Steve's like, I'm not going to get on it. Yeah, did you, when did you get on Twitter? That's a good question. Because you were on it pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, you were definitely the pioneer. But I jumped on. And then Steve made it a big deal when he jumped on. Yeah. And now he's Mr. Multi-Platform. There you yeah. go. <laughs> but God love imagine him. now, God love because him. everything is so instant, right? Yeah. So, so much of what you guys were doing would have been instant reaction. Yeah. There would have been a social, I don't know if they have one, but they should if they don't, but almost having a social media monitor going like, oh gosh, you know, what you guys just said, like, uh, correct. There wouldn't be a director screaming in the mm-hmm. air. It'd be someone going like, you need to correct what you said 20 minutes ago because now we're getting all this well, feedback on social well, media. And, and nobody does that in a fun way, which I think we no, kind of did. Right, yeah. We did. And I can remember when Twitter started to really, really become its own platform and we would, I would get information on Twitter faster than some of the producers could get it. And it would be verified. It could be Associated Press or it could be, and I was like, oh my God, we could get faster updates, which didn't lend and to... And then they always want to go to somebody in the newsroom yeah. to read tweets. And we're like, no, no we're, we're doing it here. <laughs> we're doing it here. We're good. Yeah. <gasps> I, they, I don't think they understood the concept completely. And I always tell the story, that guy that came in, I can't remember his name. I think his last name was O'Brien. And he came in with the Kingsley Group And he said, okay, you have a lot of people on social media, so what we're going to do is we're going to really look at that and then tie it into Fox. And I'm like, yeah, of course. And then a week went by, and then I said, I ran into him. I'm like, oh, hey, do you still want to do the Twitter stuff? And he's like, oh, I was told not to. And I'm like, that was the beginning of the end. And I was like, what? Well, I remember Kingsley said to you, he didn't care. You were like, but I have a couple hundred thousand Twitter followers. And he was like, who cares? Yeah. And then Mm. right after that, it became... Everything was... They had like a billboard, like a tote board in the newsroom. And it showed who had the most followers. (gasps) And it became became everything. Really? 
Well, yeah, it's just, it was a barometer for sort of popularity. It's or... so crazy, though. And I, I was like, let's get on board together and let's figure this out. He was so on board, this guy. I don't... And then I'll never forget him coming a week later going, oh, no, I was told not to. And I said, why? <laughs> never and he mind. Said, he said, well, because you you got those people through the NFL and maybe through some shows you did, the dating show. And I'm like, what? And I say, that's like saying to Kelly Ripa, she did a sitcom. She's got 10 million followers because of her sitcom and not from Regis and Kelly. I go, that doesn't make any sense. Like, utilize it. And and they were told, he said, I was told not to. And I remember thinking, okay, this is this is not a good sign. I think they were always a little afraid of you. But I, you know, what's to be afraid of? Like I was, I said, let's get on board together. Let's figure this whole, I'm a You've little. You've always been a team player in a weird way, but yeah. I don't know why that didn't translate there. Maybe because you were somewhat unproducible or uncontrollable. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And in the morning. That's just that's, part of your charm. It is. I think. <laughs> but they put up with it for 20 years almost. Well, so why new, new management. Yeah. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah. I still talk to our old uh, boss, Jose Rios. Oh, he's the sweetest. He's the nicest guy ever. And I think that some things just went over my head. And I'll tell a story about doing the Howard Stern show. Because I always came home to a shitstorm after that. Because the ex would be mad at me. This time he called right away. You were there, Liz. Ugh. He's screaming at me. I'm pregnant. Blah, blah, blah. Then I get a call from Fox. And they're like, we have to, we're going to take you to lunch. And I was like... Okay, and I'm, this is not. But good. this is what's interesting. You were there to promote a Fox reality show, so it was not on the, mine. Yeah, but it, but it was a house husbands of and Hollywood it was FX. Or, but again, they don't care. Right. They don't work. So together. you would have thought, well, this is under the Fox umbrella, no. and she's going to promote it. And because you did a very kind of juicy interview, it's going to get buzz. So I remember two producers, one of them Lisa B, and somebody else who worked on the reality show called you and said, "It's amazing. It's great." And I just sat there going, like, I didn't think professionally, I wasn't as concerned, but personally, I was like, oh God. He's going to die. Right. Okay. But, so that was a trip that I don't know if you were upset at that. Fox called me in on one of my Howard Stern trips because Howard asked me about me and Dorothy. You know, he already knows yes, Dorothy. Right. And I didn't handle it great. I said, oh, she's not my cup of tea, which is so, you know, stupid. Just, I, I should have embraced our differences and said, we, yeah, people love her and people love me for different reasons or whatever. And I remember Fox taking me to lunch after that one and saying, you can't do that. And I was like, what? And oh, I, I didn't still, even know they took you to lunch. Oh, yeah. Is that the lunch you paid for? Might have been. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they said, look, you owe Dorothy an apology. And I was like, what did I, I say? Like, I was always so behind on the, you know, I just never uh, got it. And, and, and to this day, I think they were trying to say to me, look, you know, you're part of this team, but when you're out there as an ambassador, you've still got to be part of the team and you can't just go mm. do these shows willy-nilly and say shit that hurts people or is not, like it, it's off the cuff for you, but it means something, you know? And, and they were, it was Kevin, Hale, and Jose. And so I think that was the first time I really thought, oh, like you know my actions weird? have consequences. I never actually heard the interview. But people came up to me and I said, bet. Jillian said she hated you. Jillian said you're a bitch. Oh, Jillian oh my said, God. so I, I never knew what you said. Yeah. And no, were I your never feelings hurt? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever apologize? I don't know that I did because I didn't say those things. All I said was we weren't each other's cup of tea, but I heard bitch come back and all that. And I was like, I never said what? Oh. So that upset me. But of course I apologized. Not, I don't know if I did it to you, but I did publicly say that I was an asshole for even hurting your feelings that way. It made me feel horrible. Well, Apology you, not accepted, you, bitch. <laughs> and you got a free lunch out of it. Oh my Unless God. that was a lunch you paid no, for. I may have paid for that one. <laughs> no, I knew you did. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. You had a whole life before Good Day LA, which is so interesting to me because I remember thinking, oh my God, Howard Stern's talking about, he's like, Dorothy Lucy. Well, because I worked in New York because yeah. I worked at WABC and he used to like to talk about all the reporters there. He I think he used does. to make fun of my clothes. Oh, Wait, it was WABC, not WNBC? That's where he worked at WABC. Yeah, I, I was at WABC. Ah, okay, okay. So that's where you, but you started your career in Scranton, right? Yep. Well, it's oh very Scranton, Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and you were starting out. <laughs> and yet I've never seen The Office. I need to watch that. Which is hysterical to me. That's like brilliant. I think you'd love it. But you start uh, It's there, my son's favorite show. I gotta you, watch it. And you end up getting, uh, when did you work with Regis? Because you worked with him. I, I somehow, who knows how this happened, um, went from Scranton to Regis. <gasps> Jeez, that's a leap. In New York. That's a leap. And I was so lucky to... When you mentioned La Scala before, I was thinking about that. To have run into Regis, and it was probably about three years before he died. Boy, that oh, was wow. such a shock. But oh, I ran into him at La Scala. God, I didn't know that. Oh, my God. It was the funniest thing. I was walking. You know me. I'm always in the bathroom. I have the bladder the size of a pea. I'm walking out of the bathroom at La Scala. And Regis is walking out of the men's room. It was like a movie where you meet Whoa, cute, no. except it wasn't cute because it was by the bathrooms. <laughs> and I was like... Regis? Because you don't expect yeah. to, like, yeah. And he's, you know, Regis, who's always screaming, Young Lucy, which Young is what Lucy. he used to call me. <laughs> that's how long ago it was. Oh, that's oh, wow. so but great. I was really happy to have seen him. So you saw him. Oh, that's wonderful. And, you know, I mean, he took over the restaurant. He did like 20 minutes on, yeah. you know, when I was hot. And, oh, you know. my God. It's brilliant. He, people <laughs> don't realize he is, he's the consummate performer he was. And he's just so, um, I remember going to dinner with him in New York for the New Year's Eve, and we had the same thing. He walked in, and there were people from all over. It was just what did he call you, Danger? Or he had a nickname yeah, for you, too. Yeah, Danger. And he would say, uh, that's right, uh, the Regis here. And everyone would go, oh. And they were. it was his stomping ground, but I guess it was like such a famous restaurant in New York that people would go tourist-wise. And he went over to this whole table of like eight to ten people, and he regaled them for, I don't know, ten minutes. And I said to Joy, uh, Joy, does this happen all the time? And he and she said, oh, yeah, that's just Regis. That's who he is, and that's what he likes to do. And I just thought, oh, he's such a game changer. And when he, look at what happened to him. Like, I think about our situation, and, okay, people in L.A. might have thought, oh, what's going on over there? But with him, the behind the story, it's just he was that show. And so when you think it can't happen, it can happen to the biggest people, mm -hmm. the best people for whatever reason, you know, who knows? Uh, it's still a mystery. And I think about Regis, I think about, um, I think the story was they wanted him to take a pay cut and I don't think it was the money. I think it was like you us. and they wanted you to work two days a week. Mm -hmm. He was just kind like, of what? hurt and yeah. mystified and yeah. probably pissed off. And, and cause I did take a pay cut. No problem. I remember Kevin Hale calling me up in the office saying, you know, things are this and we have to tight is the budget da, 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 and we were asking you to take 10%. And I said, okay. And he goes, well, that was easy. And I'll remember it was like, is that your inside voice or your outside voice? Like he, he's thinking I should have asked for 20. Yeah. But, oh, um, God. I, I had no, when people say to me, oh, it was a money thing. I'm like, absolutely not. Like I told them I, this is my family. I want to stay. Mm. But at that point they were so far it was, you know, like what you said, Liz, like they just, I don't know. They, they had, it, like you said, new management, yeah. Lucy, and, and they just, young Lucy, and they wanted to change it to oh where, my God, Regis. put their stamp on it. <laughs> just took over young the entire Lucy. restaurant as only Regis can. <laughs> and, and one of my girlfriend's husbands always says to me, it, it's our little, our little joke only, I don't think it's funny, but he always says, oh, you must've been hot 20 years ago. And now oh. he started saying this to me 10 years ago. So now I'm like, okay, it was 30 years ago that I was hot. <laughs> And he said to Regis something about, she was hot back then. And Regis is like, I can verify that. I oh knew her. Oh, my God. Stop <laughs> verify. Who was he with that day at lunch? Do you remember? Um, he was with Joy. He was. So we're walking out from the Jeez. bathroom. 
And he's like screaming, Joy! Oh, God. Oh, God, God, it's young Lucy. No, but I was kind of far away at that point, you know, because we're back by the bathroom. And she goes, oh, my God, Kathy Lee. And I'm like, no, it's the other one. With the hair and all the co-hosts look alike. That's hysterical. How did you go from Regis then to even come to L.A.? Uh, David and I had, because um, he was working in New York too. He was at WCBS. Your husband? Yeah. Were you married at the time then? No, we weren't married then. Okay. Just living in sin. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Um, we came out to California on a vacation because we had two weeks off, which was like unheard of. Yeah. And, you know, like we didn't have money to go to Europe. So let's go to California. We came out here and we both said, oh, we're going to live either in San Francisco or San Diego. Because oh, we just fell in really? love. We drove the coast. We fell in love. Nice. I got home and got offered a job at WCBS. Oh, wow. And immediately I said, yeah. And then we realized we'd never been to LA. We'd been to LAX, but we'd never been to LA. Oh. But we mm. wanted to come to California. And that was, so, so you he didn't actually, have a job. You have oh, a job. Oh, nice. Yeah, he came out and followed me. And then he wound up working at KHJ, which became KCAL, which became oh my God. CBS has, KCAL. Has, and he's been there for how, 30? Yeah. 30 years. 30 years. That's incredible. Oh, my God. And he's like the number one award-winning, you know. Investigative reporter. Yeah. He's like a big J journalist. Isn't that great, though? Like, you have that. And it's funny now that he's working from home, mostly. Yeah. I mean, I'm really, it's kind of fun to see it. You know, yeah, because I now see making the sausage. Sausage, exactly. Yeah. Even though you're in the business, yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, you... oh, this is serious news. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's doing... why you do real news. What are you doing over there? That's weird. Mm. Um, but when you worked in New York, you had to do kind of. You were not serious news, but you were yeah, a reporter, right? I was a news right? reporter, but only for a couple of years. And then they realized I was like, way no. out of my league. Wait, wait yeah. didn't they put you in sports Have too? Have do the fluffy stuff. I worked at NBC Sports <laughs> for like a year and a half. I love that. I knew nothing about sports. <laughs> exactly. And eventually they realized that. Really? I got that job because the Regis show was canceled. It's like the only thing Regis ever did that was not a half wow. the show I did with him. And um, <laughs> the, the wife of the guy, Michael Weissman, sweet man who ran NBC Sports, his wife used to watch me with Regis. And she was like, you should hire that girl. It's, but okay. I knew nothing For about people sports. in the business, I want you to hear what she just said. That is how it, it sometimes is. Yeah. You can be the most qualified. You can be... But if the wife or somebody in the fan, I remember Mark DiCarlo had a show called Studs. Do you remember this yeah. whole story? And well, I remember it was the show. on Fox. And I, because I talked to Mark about this whole story, it's all true. And the woman, Anna Murdoch, who was married to Rupert at the time, came to LA for vacation, turned it on, and said, What is this abomination? The next day, he goes to work, and they're literally. Taking down his set, and he's like, "What's happening?" And they're like, "Oh, the boss's wife didn't like it." And he thought, like, the immediate boss. So he's like, "Oh, so Ralph's wife didn't? No, this would be Rupert Murdoch's wife." And that was it. And so either they can love you and make a career, or they can hate you and wow. you're done. You know. And I always thought, like, is that what happened to us? Like, did somebody come along and be like, "I don't like those two. I don't. It, Steve's the show. Get rid of them." And then. Mm, Okay, well, maybe they're not so easy to replace. <laughs> Shit. Like, insert cute blonde here. Insert idiot over here. And have a, you know, it just, it's not that easy to create. Like you oh, said, chemistry. Chemistry. chemistry you can't fake. No. no. No, and I think that, you know, I haven't watched the show. I remember my sister came to town from Canada, and we oh, were saying it was actually Amy, and we were in Beverly oh, okay. Hills, and she's like a huge Snoop Dogg fan. Don't ask how this happened. And I'm like, oh, I know Snoop Dogg. Let's go. So we call Snoop Dogg, and we're having a great time laughing on the phone, and we stayed up really late, and I remember it was like 7 o'clock in the morning, and she orders coffee. I'm like, what are you doing? And she goes, I want to see Good Daily. I go, oh, watch it in the bathroom. I will not watch that <laughs> show. And she's like, it's been a year. I think you're ready to watch the show. And I was like, I don't think I'm ready. And she's like, mm. we'll have some I'm coffee. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And she's like, come on. We had a great time last night. We're just going to watch a little bit. 10 minutes. Give me 10 minutes of your time. I'm like, 
fine. So we're lying in bed and we put it on. Is it still the same theme music? It would give me a panic attack if I, I heard it. Da 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 ba 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 ba. Remember the ending? We suck. Okay, that's what I used to say. But anyway, that's like the broadcast news movie. Like we do do da da the crescendo here. We breaking news. Like it was like what? Yes. So we put it on. I have no idea who anybody is except for Steve, and it was so uh, different in the sense that it wasn't. And I was orderly. like, orderly. It was orderly, and it was like nice, and it was produced. No one interrupted anybody. Nobody, and I was like, boring. And I remember we shut it off, and I said to her, "I'm okay now. Like, I, I would never want to be part of that show." I go, "The show I left oh was God, so much you were more cured. fun." Where, yeah, I was cured. I've never watched it again because I didn't want to be bored. But I just didn't. It was not my cup of tea. And I've had to go quite a few times over the years with clients to the show. It is a very different vibe. But you know what Liz said, too? That they'll mm. still say it's never been the same since we we, oh, left, yeah. we were gone. I had quite a few people yeah. from, all, you know, because my husband worked there and then working with you and then for quite a few years taking people there to make appearances would sort of be like, ah, gosh, how, you know, how are they or how is Jillian? And, and they'd say, gosh, it's just not the same. Oh, my gosh. It's just... Or they'll like roll their eyes and look at you like, you know, get me out of here. But it's like, you know, yeah. I mean, you have a job in yeah. the business. So you're lucky. Yeah. And a lot of the times I was like, you know, when Steve was there, he's always very friendly and nice yeah. to see him. But oh, yeah. I never knew who the hell his co-hosts were. I was like, no. I was like, oh, flavor of the week. I'd be like, is that a different one? Who's that? I, I didn't even know. And I think it's instability for the audience at some point. They're just like, what? Because I'll turn on KTLA for that comfort. I'll see there's Mark Krisky or there's, yeah. there's Sam Rubin still. And there Which may is be awesome. some interchangeable parts. It is right. awesome. I but had for a me, long conversation recently, and I'd never had this conversation before, with Trish, sir. Remember Trish? Oh, yeah. Bless was, her heart. Bless her heart. Stand-up comedian, yeah, uh, just, host, TV I didn't know host. she was a stand-up comedian. I yeah. met her through Heather McDonald, our girlfriend, oh. because she would do a ladies' like comedy night. Oh. And Trish, sure, she does this one joke about positioning yourself after sex <laughs> so that the guy thinks you're sexy. And she was like, have the sheet slid up the thigh, make your thigh <laughs> real long. You know, with her accent. It was just, I, I still remember that joke. Very talented that's lady. So very funny. funny. I and didn't did, know that. Like, wouldn't she come on and do like lifestyle oh, the pieces? the corn thing. That's oh, how we okay. learned. Yes. The corn thing that what I've made. What corn thing? Oh, it's a corn casserole that I call the corn thing that I've made 800,000 times. <laughs> but so That could have gone a lot of different directions. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I forgot. Oh, boy. Front door. Yeah. <laughs> Back door. Back door. Okay. But anyway, go ahead. Um, so I was recently taking a long, long, like five mile walk with Trish. Um, bless her heart. And she sat in at some point when we were both gone. She and she said, everybody was so mean. Oh, no. And I think it's just because everybody kind of wanted the job. Oh, oh, yes. And yes. so she said it was like, Steve, it was like, daddy, 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 look oh. at me. Daddy, love me. Worse yes. than we were. Worse than we were, yeah. And that it was just toxic. Uh, yeah, I did hear that from one person. It was a lot of daddy, daddy. But that was not from one of the people guest hosting. It was from one of the producers. It was like they came in and they just wanted his approval right away. And it was like a lot of, not kiss assy, but, but just very say he had no, or I would ask you, yeah. and he would say to you, well, I yeah. have no power yeah. in the decisions that are being made here. Now, as a viewer, it did not appear that way. Well, you had to have chemistry with Steve, for right. sure. Okay. And I think they thought that that was an easy thing. Um, and it's not to I say because you made it look easy. Everybody thought they could do did. it. Yeah, we both had our ways with him. And what I loved, and I think was it made it work, was that it was a very different relationship that we had with him. And that's what the viewers saw. Like, uh, my relationship, who is it? Did you say this? Or did Steve? 
that he's better friends with you off the air. I think he says and that. And better friends with me on the air. And yeah. I think it's a perfect oh. sort of analogy yeah, to... Yeah, because he and I used to clash on air sometimes, but we were but, always but, really close. Oh. Very close. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So things work for different reasons, you know, and people always say, God, if you guys got, you know, a YouTube channel or did something. But it's, it's again, it's a whole other... In today's climate, like of the hashtag me too, would some of the shit that we said go over? I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe the PC stuff, I think. I mean, Howard Stern hasn't changed his at all. Like, I mean, he's uh, a little bit, yeah. but not, not, yeah. He's still pretty. There's no baloney in the butt crack anymore. No, but that was never the non, you know. No. Is that the back door? <laughs> yes, it wasn't actually. The butt bongo fiesta back door. I love back door. But um, no, yeah, no, he's gotten better at, at interviewing, but he's still really irreverent. And, oh, and yeah. I, so I don't know. I, I don't know that we could do what we do now. I or then Dor- now? I think Dorothy's too namaste now. If you follow her on social media. <laughs> yes. Oh, let's I talk can, about I can be brought right back, back to that oh, yeah. shit, I bitch. can tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, don't let her, uh, all the work that she does with philanthropic work, yes. with uh, children amending kids, throw you. Because she could still, you know, throw down. Well, And I think people think that because you and I get along now, it would be boring. But I think... Oh, yeah, no, I be beg to differ. I think it's still fun. I yes. think it would be much better. No, you I, know? the chemistry is still great, and I still think you could easily irritate each other. Right, and I think we'd yeah. still yeah. insult each other, but there wouldn't but would, be as much edge. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And we could also, you know, always turn on Steve yeah. this time around, like make him <laughs> the... I'm sure he would love that. Now, so when you left, you were already doing work with Mending Kids, if I'm not mistaken. You were working with them before you left Good Day LA uh, and Good Day yeah, Live. Yes, remember, I did that one... Um, yeah live you, shot you, from, um, from when I was in Africa, Africa on a yeah. mission. Oh, what organization is this? Or explain um, a little more in depth about it. This year, it's quite different. This year, we've been mending America. But oh. um, any other year, mending kids, we um, we do um, maybe 20 to 30 missions a year. We send surgeons all around the world. We oh, work with, see, wow. now I get into my professional mode. We work um, in 65 countries, including the U.S. And we just send surgeons to East Bum, you know what. And they operate on kids and they also teach the doctors because part of our deal with the surgeons is they agree to go to a certain country, a certain place, once a year, at least, maybe twice a year for five years so that they train the doctors wow. that are there. Wow. And so after five years, then we can move on to someplace else. Oh, so the, that's awesome. So you would leave someone there that actually can continue the work, have the knowledge. Yeah, they train the doctors. Oh, wow. And then what kind of uh, ailments are we talking Ev- about? Everything. But, but we specialize in really complex surgeries that other organizations wouldn't do. Such as? Um, it's a, a lot of heart surgeries. Oh. And other organizations, all, all kinds. They wouldn't do them because well, too risky, or yeah, we we do really risky stuff. By risky, do you mean the, the operation itself, or is it a, also a money? You have to fund this. Like you do, a lot, I see you all the time on social media, and yes, you look beautiful. It's a night out. It's a charity event, but you guys work your butts off. Um, well, it's hard this. to fundraise, especially now. And, yeah. and I kind of suck at fundraising anyway. I'm not good at asking, asking people, people for money. For money. Yeah. But who's the core of the group and who started it? Uh, the organization's been around for a long time. Um, but it's. Uh, so you hopped on the organization that already existed? Yeah. I mean, I, I've just always been a volunteer. Okay. And then when did that sort of passion, because you've been doing it for how many years now? I've probably been on the board for about 10 years. You're on the board? Do you, do you remember Workinaw? He used to come into Goodale every once in a while. He was, he was you know, a, a kid then. Uh, he was a kid that came here from Ethiopia. 
He had 10 pounds of tumors on his hands. You brought him in a few times. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember. He's had uh, endless surgeries. Anyway, um, he called me today when I was on my way here, and he got his green card today. Stop it. Oh, wow. It's amazing. Wait, so he's from another country. Where was he from? In Africa? Yeah, Ethiopia. He was from Ethiopia. And then when he got his operation, was it here? Yeah, he's had many surgeries. So he was here and back several times. Where did he stay when he was here? Uh, he stayed with us some. He stayed with other oh, families. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. And while he was convalescing and getting mm-hmm. better? Wow. And so now, how old is he? 21. And he got his green I card. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So you get to sort of watch them grow. and yeah, He's in college here now. I mean, he's oh. such a success story. Can you imagine 10 pounds of tumors no. on your hands? What, what, no. on, his hand, on, on his hands alone. Yeah, yeah. on his hands. So they were non-functional that way, basically. Oh, they were like basketballs. Oh, my God. <gasps> Do they know the cause? It, it's just an odd thing. And you know what? When you travel... And there's no access there where he lives in Ethiopia to so do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. I don't... I, and then they get shunned usually. I mean, you can watch documentaries oh, about this. So, I do. Yeah. I watch oh, He lived in his parents' mud hut and oh. never went outside because everybody thought it was a curse or yeah. it was contagious. Yeah. Or, when you when you hear some of the stories from those countries, and I've watched so many, too many documentaries, albinos, you know, and how they're chased and killed for their body parts. Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah. And also, um, just even day-to-day things that we take for granted that have, you know, in Africa, there's something called jiggers. Did I tell you about this? No. Oh, it's just... No. And, and, and literally, doctors will go into these remote places, and they're sand fleas. If they work hard, they don't wear shoes, and they're in the... Uh, muds, and then they get sand fleas, and they can turn into larvae, and they literally live oh, in your God. skin. Yeah, so they they will work on them, and they'll go from village to village, and literally there'll be seven, eight year olds that they work on, and it takes hours to do one foot, and it's the most heartbreaking thing that I've ever seen. But if it weren't for those doctors going into the remote villages, their whole bodies become, you know. It's horrible. It's horrible. But you've been there. And when you go, I remember one time you went, you went and got shots. You had to go get shots for your... Oh, yeah. Like your, eight, eight, eight shots yeah, to go. I remember that. Yeah. Just to go safely. Yeah. And what's the organization? I feel like I've seen you post something. It's, like, it's with a bunch of other... Mending kids? No, well, mending kids. But I thought you were part of an organization oh, with yeah. uh, other the female... News, the news, news anchors. Girls. Oh, the Good News Girls. Good News Girls. Good News Girls. Okay, that what was... Is that? She started that years ago. Yeah, that was a group that we started with um, well, Christine Devine. Love her. And Pat By Hardy the way, she's and Anna Fox Garcia. Still. I saw Christine um, about two weeks ago. Yeah, we had lunch. I hadn't seen her in ages, in at least a year. So what is Good News Girls? We That was an L.A.-based organization. So okay. we were just raising money for, like, small charities, grassroots charities. Nice. You know, because when, when you'd be out in the field... Are, are we switching to water from alcohol? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I ever since... Uh, yeah, my cancer, I have had like just weird, uh, I have to have water, whereas before I could have more, I just... No, but you should have water. Yeah, I, it doesn't, my stomach gets... It's not some, an odd thing to uh, have yeah. water, Julie. To hydrate. <laughs> yes, to hydrate. But also my brain is gone. Like, I don't remember, some of the stories you're telling, I'm like, I don't remember that. But Liz will tell me stuff. I'm like, what? I don't remember that. And I don't know if it's chemo brain or if I just, I don't know. It's getting old. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think it's baby brain, chemo yeah. brain, and a lot of shit happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so true. But yeah, you guys, yeah, you started so that. We were just remember raising that money for really small organizations, like something that we would see when we were out in the field. And it right. was like this great cause that they had no money and, and they, you know, they had, they had no access to media. And um, so that's what the Good News Girls did. 
That's awesome. And now we, like I said, on social media, we can see you paddle boarding, doing yeah, your Yeah, it seems like you're living your best yoga. life. Yeah, it seems pretty, I see pictures pretty of much you. goofing off. But Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you paddle boarding, that's I used great. to say to you, I don't understand. Okay. Sharks. She'd be like, oh, you know, there God, are sharks. That's true, yes. Yeah, she would go out there every day, and then she'd say, oh, I got, now she's doing would swimming lessons. Would you see lessons. Laird Hamilton ever? Yeah, I've seen him oh, out there. Oh, God, I'm so jealous. Oh my God! Really? All the kids love him too because he He's he will save so a kid. Awesome. You know if he sees really a, 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 yes. My daughter goes to school with his daughter, and I see him and Gabby sometimes, and they're like two like super athletes. Yeah, just he, in Malibu. He's in the water such all a the fascinating time. human being. I mean, myself and our producer John saying here, there's a documentary he's done. Oh yeah, I book. saw that. No, he, I just also just so. I just love he's so physically like out there in the world. He's always doing stuff. It's yeah, like, okay. he is. Yes. But, I, but I've seen him. There have been kids who were surfing and like maybe they got scared oh. or was it the wave was too big or he's saved kids so many times. Really? Wow. Well, because you're you a Malibu mom. Yeah, so I remember when you made that 20, move. 20, 30 years? Uh, how long have we been there? Well, uh, since right before Nash, so. I remember. 22 20 years. years. Yeah, the Malibu Mart, the people don't know, it's a, their local shopping center, but it's very quaint and cute. Mm-hmm. And there's sort of a grass courtyard area in the center. And I did not have a kid yet. Mark and I went out to lunch there. And there was a pie contest going on. And I'm like, oh, why, right? do I rec- I don't, why do I recognize yes. that voice? The pie it's eating Lauren contest. Roosh is like. Stop it. And Dorothy is one of the judges. <laughs> I'm like, what is That's going on? That's the best gig on? ever. Yes. You just eat pie for and five it was like hours. The, you know, it's the Malibu pie contest. Cook-off. Oh, that's like oh, huge. To bake off. I've, I've heard of that. So great. And the chili cook off, right? That's a big one. Which didn't happen this year. Because oh, of everything yeah, going no. on. Yeah. yeah. But you've become, you know, so ingrained in your community. It feels like you're like, can you imagine living in anywhere else or no? Because um, you went through the fires and yes, all that. Yes, I remember all no. that. That's scary. Fires, mudslides. I, I just, Malibu is my heart. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. You feel at peace there. It, it really does show. I mean, you look fantastic. Are you still close to Harvey Levin? Yeah. Oh, TMZ. Now, she worked with Harvey. When When did you first meet Harvey? When I first came to L.A. Because, I okay, was nobody believes CBS? this, but I was at CBS before my husband was at yeah. CBS. Yeah. And what was he? Was he a general reporter? Yeah. And he wasn't the reporter yet on the court. What was the people's court? People's court. <laughs> people's court. That that was not too long after, right? He did that. We all used to tease Harvey because once he was um, at Las Flores Creek in yes. in Malibu, which always used to flood. And Harvey was out there, and he's like, you know, being very dramatic and overly dramatic and very Harvey. And he's like, this flood waters. It's it's almost up to my height. It's six feet. And they're like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Well, I remember if you were at the inception of TMZ. So yeah. that was one of those things that yeah. even pre-Twitter, it could be breaking news. Yeah. And they would... Well, you would always get stuff scoop. like... Scoop. Scoop. Because scoop, you talked yeah. to Harvey and you would have inside information. Yeah. I mean, we've been friends forever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a he's an interesting guy. And it's... And know, a workaholic. Well, oh, my God. Yeah. Tell people what Harvey... He gets up at like, what, four to work out? Oh, yeah. He'll go work out. And, and then he works for 15 hours. And, By the way... And then he goes to bed at like 7.30 at night. I looked at his... Um, I was looking him up the other day because I was looking at him. I'm like, God, somebody said that he was a certain age. And I'm like, that's bullshit. There's no fucking way. He looks great. And then I read it and I'm like, what? Like, I thought, honest to God, he was 59, And I 60. don't think he's done work. I can't say that about myself, but I don't <laughs> think he's done any. But you look like Dorothy Lucy. Sometimes when you see people at work, you're like, whoa, who yeah. are you? Yeah. Well, that's, that's the biz. Yeah, so. but you know what they can, do you remember we, oh. Well, we can talk about this because he came on and he he actually sued the doctor afterwards. Did he really? Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. Kenny? 
Oh no, wait, I'm thinking of somebody else. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> okay, that one. I didn't I hear what you guys said either. I, 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 okay. There was somebody who used to come on our show all the time. Every Friday. And they came on a particular Friday and Joe was like, Oh my you God. Amazing. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> did Whoa. you, did you change your hair? I said, would you been on a vacation? It, it was so a guy. Good. Yeah. It oh, was wow. a guy and he had plastic surgery. He looked well rested. And then Steve was like kicking Shut me. Up. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, no, seriously. Like he'd be answering the question. Great. I go, seriously, what'd you do? Cause like, I can't even like, I, it's, it's some off. I just can't put my finger on it. I'm oh, saying, well, you're saying it's on air and the guy's yes. like, oh my God, shut yes. up. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Kenny Rogers, the singer. He came on our show and he was on satellite and, and literally we were like, where's Kenny? Whoa. And he was right there. Oh God, bless he looked like a, Well, that would happen at the Oscar sometimes too. Oh. Like somebody would come up to you and you would have no idea who they were. <laughs> and I'd be like, and it's yeah. not because they weren't famous. They got refreshed. Yeah. yeah a little too oh, refreshed. Okay. And then you're doing that generic interview. <laughs> Love your work. What's next for you? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, gosh, Dorothy used to be so much more personal than this. <laughs> so weird. But uh, yeah, Kenny Rogers came on and he ended up suing the, the doctor. The doctor made him squint. Like he had no oh, eyes. Yeah. And he looked like a very different person. Yeah. I mean, it just, it happens. But I think when you're in the public eye, I mean, I, I, I left there at 46. I didn't feel any pressure at that age to do anything. I was like, fuck it, I don't care. I probably, because of the divorce diet, was my thinnest I ever was. <laughs> and I just didn't think about stuff like that. But now I see people that are completely unrecognizable that we work with. And yeah. I'm like, who's that? And they're like, so-and-so. And I'm like, no, who's that? <laughs> oh, God. Right? And it could be men or women. Well, you guys were on just the beginning of high def. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was awful. Oh, <laughs> well, I will say I used to get a lot of lasers. You did that too, right? With yeah, yeah. Oh, with yeah. Christy, we used to do TCH peels. Steve and I sometimes our skin would be falling off. Oh my God, Steve, we look like lizard. <laughs> look like lizard. His, his skin. I'm, I, I'm not kidding. It, it was his skin was black and and coming off. As he's and doing he's a story. It was like sloughing off. And he's saying to Robin, the makeup woman, can you can you do something? She's like, no. What? <laughs> I'm not a special effects person. But I used to get a nurse Jamie all the time She's and just incredible. do lasers all the time. I used to say when I would lie down on her thing, whatever she wants. Yeah, because whatever you want to do. She. Was oh. have you seen her new show on Netflix? No, I haven't seen it yet. Have you seen it, Liz? No. What's it called? I want to say it's called Skin. I used to be there like once a week. Okay. Well, if you go, these aren't just stories of like, oh, I want to look prettier. Oh, my life, I need a refreshing. I just got a divorce. These are stories like woman comes in. Hi, my husband shot me. True story. Oh god. Nine mm. times in front of our three children. Shot our three children to death in oh, front my of god. me. Oh god. And I have bullet holes still. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, what's happening, Nurse Jamie? And then she'll go, okay, I'm going to pass this off to Dr. Nazarian because she's the surgeon. And like they take turns and when somebody has bad acne, they'll fix. It's, it's the greatest show on Netflix. You have to watch it because she's changing lives. It's not just like, oh, this is superficial and pretty. Each person has, I would say, horrific story. But anyway, I used to go to her all the time too. And But it's different. You being in... Um, Malibu, you had real tan. I always did the fake tans, like the spray tans. Like oh, she'd God. be like, oh, left, you double dipped, huh? Remember, I could, it would be half of it would be left on your clothes. I remember yes, that. Yes, of course. Yeah, but then I'd get a laser and then go out in the sun, which right. is and never that's, a good idea. That's what Kathleen, my neighbor, used to do. She used to go spend a couple grand on lasers, and then I'd see her gardening with no hat and no sunscreen. I'm like, Wah! I'm like, oh, that's going to turn black, you know? Now, you but, both still talk to Do uh, Steve, right? Yeah. And you've done... 
he has, what did you say? He has a live. Oh, okay. He was so um, hurt that you didn't know he did this. <laughs> what? The rambles? He does that Instagram thing. Yeah. Every... No, I do know. I just did forget. Did you say the rambles? I think he calls it the, the ramble. ramble. The ramble. It's rambles. But, okay. but he does it every Wednesday. <laughs> went to New York. George Takei. The rambles. Like, that's what a, are you referencing, Jill? That's a sex place. <gasps> yeah. Okay. The br- that's the bramble. Thank you. In so New York. Steve does like a ramble where he yeah. just goes off on a topic. But I did, I did know. Okay. I just forgot. But yeah, he every Wednesday he has a live, is it Facebook? He does it every day. Oh, what that I didn't know. What the hell does he have to talk about every day? I did day? not know it's that. Steve. <laughs> he can talk about anything. <laughs> God bless awesome. I'll tell you what I do miss, especially now with po- the political world that oh, we're in. Yeah. He's so good with politics. Like, because people used to say to him, "Yeah, he's so smart." I mean, so we give smart. him a lot of shit, but he's but, so smart. Oh my god! And people would first we got faxes, then we got. I don't remember how this started. Maybe it was on Twitter, and somebody said, "God, Steve, you're such a fucking leftist." And then this next tweet tweet for me was like, "Tell Steve he's so right. His colors are showing. His red is showing." So I said, "Oh my god!" Like these people think, and he goes, "That's the sign." He goes, "That's where I want to be. I want people to not know if I'm extreme liberal or if I'm on the right." If you can play both sides, because I was, I wore my heart on my sleeve and I'm like, how is this happening? And both, especially now, because we all know Trump, how much fun would it have been for us? Although it would have been hard, would have been fun. It would have been weird because Fox never sort of acted Fox to us. They were never right wing. Yeah. Ever. I mean, we were never told, don't talk no, about politics. Rupert, in fact, Rupert came by, visited and said, oh, this is where that crazy show is done. And his sons were with him. And But I think it might have been different in the Trump world. I don't know. I think so? Yeah. And then, you know, Trump used to come on all the time. He was fun. And he was such a, but he was such a gas bag even then. He'd oh, always God, be like, yeah. oh yeah, The Apprentice is the number one show on television. I'm the and I'm like, it's actually number 37. Yeah, well, she but. would know. And she's like, okay, let him just fly off oh, with God, his ideas. Yes. <laughs> Everything was the but best. But he wasn't president then. And also yeah. it, was, it was fun because he was so full of himself in a, like this braggadocious, funny sort of. He was a character. Bumbling. He was a character yeah. and a caricature of himself. And so you could laugh at it. And we did. I mean, and, we had, and you worked with him and Junior on. I did. What, was it Miss Universe? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. We went there together. It was yeah. in. Um, Miss USA? Was, did he, own, Ball, he owned it. Was Baltimore? Baltimore, I think so. But you also knew him from your New York days, which I was going to ask you about, which was he, he was always a character, right? Oh, and, you know, he had to be. At the hottest club with the hottest Always. girl, and, and every was. night he had uh, a publicist. You remember this story? Because we know the publicist. Him. He used to call up with stories, but it would be him. He would change his voice to the New York Post. Oh, true story. Wait, who was his publicist? He used to call his publicist every day and say, like, who should I be out with tonight? Like, mm. like who, who's the name? What, who's the hottest chick? <laughs> and and I, I've been told that the publicist eventually so, fired him, and I've never heard of a publicist firing a client ever. Dang. But he was so high maintenance. Who was the publicist? Do I know them? You can say it off air. Or give me a rhymes with. Gives <laughs> you rhymes with. I had to think about it. Okay. But you know who told us the story? Hmm. Was uh, uh, Steve's friend. Yes. Yeah, that's he, he told right. us the story. Okay, I remember that. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, it is it's very different times today. I think it's a it small would world. be It would be very a different navigation to pull off the show that you guys had. But I think you would have evolved with the time. Absolutely. I do. I look at KTLA. They have, and they've, you know, got, they got most of the viewers after we left. So what, what is next for you? Do you see yourself going back to TV, or are you comfortable where you're at? Do you... You know, I mean, I would like to do something because, as I mentioned, I'm just goofing off all the time. I yeah. love teaching. 
And I've been doing that. So let's what do you talk about watching? that. She teaches journalism to... I know, don't laugh. Every Thursday, no, she's I, a teacher. Great. Yeah, down in I Orange just, County I just, at Chapman. Well, I just finished my Pepperdine class, and then oh, I'm going to teach at Chapman next semester. Uh, broadcast journalism. That's awesome. I love teaching. Oh, so are you Professor Dorothy? Uh, yes, but just adjunct professor. How do you... So what do you... What, what's a for, what do you do? You walk in. Like, I wouldn't even well, know it, what to it was, do. It was Zoom this semester, oh, which yeah. I thought I was going to hate, but I actually kind of really liked it. So, but you have to organize all the classes, right? Like what goes into them? Like, what do you say? The curriculum. Now the curriculum. kids sit down. There were once upon a time when it used to be Us Weekly Wednesday. Well, and, and then we'd you sit have- down and we'd, <laughs> we'd read our magazines and then I'd fight with Jillian on set. And then I would <laughs> and tell be like, Steve to shut yawn. up. <laughs> <laughs> because it was on Zoom this semester, I actually said to my son, because he just graduated, college graduate. Wow. Um, I said to him, oh, like what makes a good Zoom class? And he said, Nothing. Oh, God. And then he said, have a lot of guest speakers, because he said they're going to get really tired of your voice. I'm like, okay. And I was like, is this just my voice or anybody's voice? And he's like, anybody's voice, but maybe yours in particular. So I had a ton of guest speakers. Steve Edwards was a guest speaker in my class. And what does Steve say? What do they say to Steve? Um, I think Steve... And did they grow up watching Good Daily, or were they they from the other parts of the country, so they don't really know? I mean, they're like, you know, 20. Okay. So well, I've had people at twenty saying I've been watching you since I was seven. I'm like, oh my god, but right? Like, do they are they not know the show or do they know you? I, I think I've made them suffer through some clips, so they might have a vague nice. idea. <laughs> nice. Okay. This is children. This is what not to do in broadcasting. You know, it is a bummer. You know, because producing this podcast, I'll go back and try to find something. Very little exists of like. Good day, LA. Gosh, or and pictures. I have none of it, and I have none of those pictures that we took with every celebrity. Yeah, where I don't know. Okay, those. does Josh have all of those? Maybe I have some. Damn but it, not. Josh. She'll Liz will find stuff that I'm like, what? I, I don't even. <laughs> I sent the meeting to Jillian. She goes, "Where did you find that? You find the best stuff." And I'm like, I didn't find it. You have a Facebook fan page that, like, I don't know where they oh, find stuff. They find everything. So, it's crazy. I, and I'm like grateful, but at the same time. I do feel like there's this archive that has just never been sort of put up. Well, I have to tell you something really online. Funny. So we did a whole, Liz and I did a whole special on getting your green card and becoming a citizen and what that oh, takes. Oh, yeah. And I was like, hmm, I'm going to reach out to one of our old friends, producers. And I just <laughs> oh melt the words. <laughs> and, and I'll see, you know, what? so she goes back in the logs and she's like, it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's been erased. It's been erased. Like everything I've because done. Because I said, didn't you have any pictures you? from that day? I go, I remember that your show made we were it live. Right. You yeah. made a big deal out of it. I don't remember anybody. No one took a picture of me. So I said, there's no pictures of you? I go, well, there has to be video. So then I do a little digging just so that we have something God, to... I remember that day so well. I know. We could me not too. find anything. Remember when they, they said to me, uh, one of the questions, the 10 of 100, uh, who's the president currently of the United States? And I was like, is this a trick? Because I don't want to... Obama? They're like, yes, correct. Yeah. Oh my God, this is like, nerve-wracking. It can't be this easy. Yeah. So, and it, it's not actually, but no. So, one of our other producers, I, I you know, I just was getting sidetracked. I can't find anything, and we contacted an old mutual friend, and she literally went to logs and looks and like showed it was all us. erased. It, yeah. So crazy. I said, oh my gosh, this is exactly they're trying to erase the history yeah. of that time period. But people did clips, and if you go on YouTube, you can see us. Yeah. And it's sad what, you don't have a photo from that day. I don't. This is what she does. So we find oh, a video time. and someone else I work with, I go, can you screen grab some of these? Cause you know, I can't play the video. So then I sent them to her, she's like, where did you get these photos? I well, love it. Cause you're in them, Dorothy. And it's another, thing. I go, Jill, like they don't actually exist. Like it's a screen grab of like the cake they rolled onto the set. Yeah, you're in it. 
But it's very hard to find what should be a show that, you know, was almost 20 years long. There should be so much content. There should be. And I don't know what's... It's so funny because they use that moment. um, I remember Fox did, Big Fox calling, and it was Sean Hannity wants to use the footage. And Kingsley was like, oh, this is so exciting. And I'm like, okay. Um, Because it was a sort of... Well, it's a patriotic moment. It's a patriotic moment. Yeah, she became a United States citizen. It's awesome. But I think Fox was just a little... They were funny about it. They were like, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't exist, but oh my God, you got your citizenship. Yes, you exist now. And we're going to utilize this to the max. Well, because you used to be on Sean's show. I, I was, yeah, a few times. Doesn't and that think, make you laugh now? I see pictures of me and Trump Jr. and I pee my pants laughing. <laughs> like Liz will send me something. She's like, oh, remember this? And it'll be us at the end. There's me and DJ Jr. Yeah. DT well, Jr. I remember yeah. going to Sean Hannity. It was actually fun. Yeah. It's funny because I think I always say, and Ann Coulter and I had, I drove her from uh, Culver City all the way to the Valley here one night. She was having dinner, probably with Roger Stone. I've driven Roger Stone. Play. Like I have literally <laughs> oh been in contact with these people. Do you because- need a pardon? <laughs> <laughs> I Probably, feel like my kids do. Yeah. But um, I used to like Anne until I would then read a bit of her book if she was going to be on, and then I wanted to kill her. Yeah, uh, but she, she was, was such fun. a different person. Yeah, she's a fun guest. If people, like I said, oh my God, if you knew her outside, she's so cool. She listens attentively. She has different ideas, but, you know, she's actually a human being and she's I forget, fun. I lost a bet with her once. And, and you did? And, and, and the, the punishment was I had to read one of her books and I just <laughs> wanted to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> See, oh that's the God. beauty of it. Like we could have, there would be so many people that would come on. I remember Dorothy saying, oh, um, we can't, they didn't send a screener of the movie, which means it's probably a shit movie, but you have to interview them. And then people would say to me, who was drunk? Who was high? I can give you two people. I will not say their names because one is dead, but he was very drunk when he showed up at 7 a.m. or 8. And oh, then there the, were a few of those. There was a few. And then one of the women had like still like white on her nose, cocaine. She was an actress, and I was like, and she was like this. Anyway, Steve, Steve, what are you saying? Like, she was like sniffing. And And I think I was kind of naive, so I missed some of that. So if I saw it, it was like really obvious. Yeah, no, it was crazy. (laughs) Oh, my God. And did you remember the last time that we were, like the last bit of the show when it was really good daily, and they were starting to change it, and I felt so strange about the changes. Um, I was always wondering if the viewers could see it, and then I would talk to people, and they're like, oh, that was a shit show today, and I'm like, okay. You know, like they... they Well, they stopped having us all interview celebrities together. That's how it started. You're right. That was weird. Then it slowly... Because there's too much crosstalk, I think. Yeah, but that was the fun part. That was the fun part. And then they started... What, the celebrity wants to talk? Yeah, <laughs> it's about us interviewing the celebrity. Um, but then they started changing our days. Like, I would be there, you wouldn't be there. Remember, did they start making you go three days a week or something and me down? No, they just no. fired me. Oh, God. I tell you what, I would have preferred that than what they did to me. But that's so weird. So you were there occasionally. I don't think I knew that. I was there for two, three days. And finally, you And know, how did they explain that to you? Like, they hey, just take did a it. few days off? It was the fucking strangest thing. Weird. You want to be at home with your family. Yeah, same oh, thing like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. You're I'm, like actually back then. You're like I'm like. No, have you I'm, met my ex? No, really I'm good. I'm here. I'm, I'd rather be here. It's all good. <laughs> but it, it is what it is, and I think that people, you know, come away from with good daily. And I love when I get tweets, and I'm sure you get the same of the people that say we still love. I know it's people so are nice. really kind yeah. about the show. Yeah, really oh, sweet. Yeah. I think as an outsider fan, but obviously knowing you guys, I mean. It was a golden era. It was so much fun. We were lucky. I look yeah. back and think that we were really lucky. Do you look back oh, and think that? Yeah. God, yes. And did not fully appreciate it in the moment. I mean, we were going to the Oscars. I know. 
<laughs> yeah, and then I was kicked out of the Oscars. I should have kept that letter. They were like, well, seeing as uh, you don't enjoy our... Uh, you find it boring. Pro- yeah, our production. Maybe you don't oh, want to come next year. And I'm like, mm, okay. And then um, I should have kept the letter. But... I think they were pissed off, and I'm not. It wasn't an Oscar, but we were sweeping. We used to do these shots. They were bump shots going into commercials and coming out. And some of them I thought were funny. Like Steve had a walk on the Star of Fame, and so we'd always put like like pretending like crap on the star crap on it, and they'd be oh. brushing it, like sweeping it up, or pretending to pee on, urinate on it, and then you know. And then one time it was an Emmy, and I had it half sticking out of the garbage can. <laughs> They were oh not amused. <laughs> no. That was funny. I know. I think it was right Very after we reverent. won it. Jill would say something and then Steve would have to do the apology. <laughs> Poor Steve. He'd be exhausted by the end of the show every day. I mean, it still happens occasionally. But in the beginning, people would come up to me. Very emotional. Oh, yeah. It, it got to the point where it killed me. Because I was like, please don't do this to me. Because I'm already a mess as it is. And when they would get emotional, then I would have a fucking meltdown. As Aww. soon as they left. Yeah. Like... At first, it was nice to hear, oh, my God, they, they suck. They, we miss you guys. The show isn't the same. And it was fine. And then you start to hear like it over and over again after months. It was the first year of my life after Good Day LA. I don't know how it was for you. And it got, it got me really upset. Like I would start to be like, I have to move on. I cannot live and in the shadow. And did Ruby find it weird? Because Nash she hated always it. felt weird when people would come up to me. And she hated like, it. You don't know them? Like, yeah, I don't. Oh. She used to say, why do people come up to you all the time? You know, they right, don't get yeah. it. Right. They get it now. But yeah, back then she was like, why does everybody always come up and say hi to you? I don't like it. And 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 Rocco was kind of about it. She was a little older, so it was affected her more. I was thinking of that because I was gone from Good Day LA when he was still in diapers. Nash was in high school when you were gone. So he saw a lot more than my kids and did. And then occasionally Nash will say to one of his friends something like, oh, you know, I always had to go to American Idol. And they're like, oh, oh you were boo. tortured as a yeah. child. You had to go to American Idol. I remember that. <laughs> and he used to, he had the funniest relationship with Simon because he would go in Simon's dressing room with Simon's blessing and steal yeah, all his candy. I love but that. But Simon always treated Nash, and he was little then, like he was an adult. And yeah. Nash loved that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Simon had a way about him. Like, he was hilarious. Yeah. He loved you. Oh, my God. Simon loved you. You know well, that. it was a Fox he, show. So, did he not yeah. say something after you were gone? Yeah, he, he did. tried to save my job. What did he do? Oh. He went, yeah, he was very upset. He made a phone call. He tweeted. He, he was lovely. Oh, that's nice. That's to huge. Hear. That's and nice he to hear. was Fox. I mean, okay, you know. He was a huge juggernaut was a, of a show. Are yeah, you kidding me? Yeah. And like, to have yeah. that kind of people and for them not to even entertain. I remember somebody went to bat for me up to Bob's office, and as soon as the word came out of their mouth, it was Jillian. He's like, like hand up in the air, not go in there. And mm-hmm. and like, oh, Steve always says, duly noted. That was a du- conversation. He'd oh. go to say something like, yeah. You can't fire them, and it was like duly, duly noted. noted. Yeah. Literally, duly. <laughs> they are like, uh, they're gone already, practically. But <laughs> my God, I had, I had Simon Cowell and Colin Powell, and I still got fired. Yeah, go think of it. Oh, God. It, it. It just goes to show you, though, that this business is very frivolous. How it could be somebody's wife liking you, somebody's wife not liking you, them wanting to put, like you said, a stamp on the show, changing it, and maybe not in the best interest of the viewers, but still wanting to put their mark on it, be it a shit mark, a shit stain, but they want to put their mark <laughs> on it, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't have any answers. I, I still, to this day, it's what, six years ago? I, I am no closer to the truth now than I was then. I do though now call it, and it took me a long time to get to this point, but I call it a gift that was kind of wrapped in shit, but it was a gift for me. Yeah, yeah. Because I spent all that time with Nash. Being able to drive him to school and stuff. Because I think if he'd gone off to college and I had never spent a morning with him. It would have killed you. I would have had a meltdown. It would have killed you. I would have had like a a psychotic break. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it took me a while to see it, but it really, it was a gift. 
Yeah, and I think that that's a good way, a positive way. You've always been a positive person that way to turn things into something. But I, I, it, you know, it took me a long time to get there, but I finally <laughs> did get there. Are you, Are you there yet, Jillian? <laughs> um, with Good Day LA, oh yeah. I've been, okay, I've been, mm-hmm. I've been over that for a long time in the sense of, I just, my main question has always been why? Like, why would you do that to us? We were, we were still us, like we were still good. And I guess it's nothing personal. It's just new management and they wanted to change it. I think it. I finally stopped asking that question. Yeah, and I then think that, that was good huge. for me. Yeah, mm. yeah. But again, that took a long time. Yeah, and I still think when you're reminded of it daily, like if people come up to you and ask you, you're just like, oh, then it brings it up. It's like cutting that little wound open a little bit, but it's it's gotten a lot better because less and less, you know, people are asking. So it's kind of... Well, and you've had bigger things in life to deal with. Yeah, exactly. Especially, yeah, you're right about the cancer. That kind of threw me for a much bigger loop than any TV show could have ever, obviously. Still so shocking. Isn't it crazy? I know, I think about that. Like somebody said to me the other day, I went for my... um, first breast examination since my cancer. What do you call that? A mammogram, but I can't have one anymore. It's a sonogram. Sonogram. Cause okay. yeah. Oh, you mean like the thing I had when Nash was a baby and you didn't know what it was? Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, do I have a baby in there? Uh, so then, uh, so she said, I understand what it's like when you have a sore back, it's not just a sore back now. Now it could be, Oh yeah. yeah. So everything that ails you or you're fatigued all the time. It's not like, Oh, I'm fatigued. No big deal. I'll get some rested and I'll be back this weekend. Everything is affects you, and I right, have. I'm sure there's a certain amount of anxiety that anxiety, yeah, that makes sense. And I also, mean, so psychosomatic. Like I talked to my shrink, and she was saying maybe some of this stuff because I've had a really bad back, and like I can get up and do things, but then in about ten minutes I have to lie down because it burns, like the bottom of my back burns, and so I'm like, God, am I falling apart? Like what's happening? So you start to think like, shit, you know, okay, could that be cancer related? Then if you get yeah. on the internet, forget it. It's like, oh yes, when can- breast cancer spreads, it goes to the bones, number one. Then it goes to the brain, or it goes to the liver. Oh shit, because I do like my alcohol. So you start to having all those exa- anxiety issues. But, you know, you can't live like that. You can only visit there every once in a while when well, you have to. I know it's psychosomatic, too, because I will hear of someone who has COVID, and I immediately start thinking, can I taste anything? Did I <gasps> yes. just smell that? Yes, <laughs> I do that, too. I was having dinner the other night. I'm like, why is my hand was numb and my lips were numb. I'm like, that's weird. Can I taste the food? Yes, I think I can taste it. So we're living it, but we are living in crazy times yeah. anyway. And I think I'm blessed because I don't have to go get chemo right now. And I think of all the people oh. that have chemo. <gasps> During a pandemic? Oh my gosh. I don't mm-hmm. know how they do it. How has your life changed because of the pandemic? Like tremendously or not as much as you'd think? Well, you know, I'm pretty social. Yeah. So it's been weird in that way that, mm-hmm. you know, I don't yeah. I don't go out. Yeah, you're a more social bird yeah. than I am. Yeah. And and my mom is at my house, so I have to think about that. So yeah. I'm pretty careful. Yeah. 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 Especially with elderly because COVID is Yeah. My parents are eighty two and it makes me worried. How old's your mom now, Liz? Uh not eighty yet. Okay. But oh, a it's a scary, yeah, yeah, it's a scary proposition though. It's changed everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if they came to you tomorrow and said, okay, Dorothy, we're going to bring back Good Day LA and all of it's like, you can be exactly like you were before. Would you do it? If it was all of us together? Yeah. Yeah, that I would do. Yeah, me too. For no one else do I get up at 4 a.m. <laughs> oh yeah, the <laughs> up early would, I do think as fans, we'd all, there would be a huge group yeah. that would if love to see that. If it was the Rick Dickerts and the... Well, listen, a lot of us didn't know necessarily what was going on behind the scenes, uh, that chemistry or control that was going on. So the three of you at the desk would, would I think, uh, bring quite an audience. 
I, I do. I st- listen. People are living longer. Most of us are still here in yeah. LA and would watch it. You know I'm, what's funny now? They have so many great studios that it would look like we were all in the same room, but we wouldn't be. You'd be at your house, Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's, that'd just, be. Just, just, and it's like it's the whole set that looks just exactly green, the same. Screen it from now. Oh yeah. God, you were the worst when you would wear green dresses. And I not did give on a purpose. Shit. I'm sure. I know. Who cares? And you walk on. I'd like, be a floating like, head. That's the Santa Monica Mountains, everybody. <laughs> now I'm over. Now I'm over. You know uh, the Pacific Ocean. And that then we used fun. to like project people's pictures on the green screen and yeah. you would like pick their zits and stuff. Yeah. Oh, it got nutty. Yeah. It was awesome. We had a good time though. <laughs> right? Yes. We laughed. Our that was what that was my favorite off. day was when Jose brought us up to the little meeting room and he popped in the tape. It was a three hour tape. And we you. sat there pissing our I'm like, oh my God, Steve, you are hilarious. Dorothy, good job on that. And he <sighs> was like facing the TV and you could just tell he's like, no. This is not exactly what I was hoping for. I did not want them. They're enjoying themselves too much. Okay. And I was like, Steve, it's funny because you said that, but I didn't hear you until I'm watching it. You're really funny. <laughs> like, it's just a horrible format. I think we only ever heard half of what we said to each other. Well, I will say, uh, you know, as your friends and, and as a viewer, it is awesome to see the two of you together. Mm. And yeah. you get Thank along you. so well. And then awesome to Dorothy sit with was you. there for you the last couple of years, yeah, especially very with your much. cancer. And I, Lisa Breckenridge. I want to mention because she was has been really great. You've stayed very close she with her. She loves you. Yeah, she's a lovely girl. She also had a strange experience. And I, not to speak for her, but I know that she was literally told on one day. And she left the same day the woman that replaced me left <laughs> or was fired. And just to clear out your stuff and have that whole idea of like leaving, it's just so random and weird. I never went back. I never went back. But she was told that day. So when you're there, you get. did you get to collect your stuff at all? or? Um, well, yeah, because... I knew like three weeks before, I just never said anything. So I was like quietly taking stuff out of my office. <laughs> oh my God, you did a good job covering it up though. Cause I don't think any of I us like, knew. I took all the pictures of Nash and. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you took the couch. <laughs> well, they had an, a, an interesting office up there. Cause it was like a quad. It was you, Bill Coppola, Lisa and Carlota. Yeah. It was kind of fun. And then I was down in the boring weather geek office but I made it my own anyway. And Mark Thompson's desk was behind me, but he, so I never saw So you just left stuff there? Yeah, I left it all there. <laughs> and anything you want? Don't know. <laughs> they I probably sold it on eBay. I don't yeah. even know at this point what I left. I just walked out and never came back. I was like, uh, sayonara, motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, I think Michelle Palfrey, the producer, went in my office and had taken pictures. It's like, do you want, I'm like, I don't want anything. Take it all. It's gone in, oh. my, in my mind. And I think that that was a sort of a cleansing thing for me too. You know, just to be able to walk away. Yeah. Move it on, but you didn't move on from each other, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if anything, I would say it was the opposite. It was a good thing for us. I know. That's another gift that came yeah. from all this. Totally. We became close. Yeah. Absolutely. That's true. And I wonder if, had we have been, it would be the same show. It's like saying, you know, when people are drunks or severe drug addicts and they're writers or they're musicians and they go, oh, if I give it up, I'm going to lose my edge. No, you don't lose. Fundamentally, the show was based on we were who we were and we could disagree. And I disagreed a lot with Steve too. Steve, mm-hmm. you and Steve disagree. But at the end of the day. Well, it, everybody uses the word authentic now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we were very authentic. Too authentic, <laughs> obviously, for management. <laughs> the original authentics. <laughs> well, we all appreciated it very much. Yeah. That you were authentic It was with us, pretty awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's the number one question that I get. And most people are just happy that we are all in each other's lives at some, because I don't think they want to believe that 
you know, it's like a movie where you go, oh, did you? No, they move on, right? Well, we had a 20-year, almost a 20-year yeah. movie, so you don't want to move on. Like I know, that. and I'm surprised that you're not on Instagram more. I know you're a Twitter yeah. girl, but I think people would love to, okay, like where we're sitting. That's what Lizzie says all the this time. This is so cool. Do you guys ever take pictures of this? You, is this Just cool? your setup here is so cool. It is, right? It's I like know. very late night. She's very active on Twitter. God help I am, us. <laughs> I know. And she's like, oh, wait, I can't wait for this election to be over. But um, but no, with, with Instagram, I think it's far more of a, you're, you're really big on Instagram because you do a lot of stuff. Like you'll go out paddleboard. I don't do any of that craziness. You're crazy. But I think people just like to see. The inner guts. What I mean, you doing? I mean, this right here where we're sitting. This is yeah. so cool. It is kind of cool, right? All right, Lizzie, we'll do a couple pictures. Okay, you well, want me to wrap it up? We're going to run out of the drive. Okay. God love us. <laughs> All right, Dorothy, Lucy, I thank you so much for coming oh here. Oh, my God, I love you. Adore you, and uh, we've been through so much together, ups and downs. Good and bad, and I think every, you know, it's all good. We're exactly where we should be, right? Don't you feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. Takes a long time to get there. But yeah, we were lucky then, and we're pretty lucky now, too. We're blessed. You going to cry? Maybe. <laughs> Just a little. Aww. Well, thanks for coming in, Dorothy, Lucy. I have more booze. So okay. that'll help. Well, then I'm staying. And then um, Lizzie, thank <laughs> you for being that fly on the wall as usual. She's good because she can bring things back around. I tend to go off on tangents and she brings it. I know, Miss put a pin in it. She's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> well, I will say, you just made me think of that moment mm. in terms of endearment when Shirley MacLaine does that song where she's banging the piano and she goes, I'm still here. <laughs> you oh. two are both still here. Yeah. You get it? I mean, you're still amazing. You're still here. Wait, was that Terms of Endearment or was that Postcards from the Edge? I think that was... Steve Dorothy yeah. in the movie, right? That's a good... Was that the Carrie Ooh. Fisher movie <laughs> yes, with Debbie you. Reynolds and it was, so it was Shirley MacLaine and Deborah Winger. Yes. yes. Okay. Not Deborah Winger. No. Deborah Winger was in terms of endearment. Meryl oh. Streep. Okay, so Meryl Streep. Wait, who am I? Shirley MacLaine. Am I Shirley, Meryl, or Deborah? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Perfect. Either way, yeah. all the ways, you're still here, ladies. <laughs> and we all love you and miss you. And if we ever get any updates on to why we were shit canned, we'd we'll, love we'll yes. come back and we'll, <laughs> if anybody knows, <laughs> please call us and let us know. Jillian, it yeah. asked Jillian at me, at me, please. I'd love to know. All right, well, that's about it. That we've got, we've got a lot more, but I can tell I'm getting the sign. <laughs> thank you for coming uh, so much, Dorothy. Oh, thank you. You're love the best, you. and Lizzie, as always, thank you. Thanks thank for you. listening to another edition of Ask Jillian, and uh, we can't wait to hear what you guys think. Please tweet us or Instagram Dorothy. Where are you? At uh, Dorothy Lucy? Dorothy, I think it's underscore Lucy. There must be another Dorothy Lucy out there. What? I know. But not on Twitter. You're at Dorothy yeah. Lucy. Yeah. And then anywhere else we can find you? Uh, my house. <laughs> Don't tell that to people. <laughs> we're locked down. Wait, right? are you back to the other house now? You're the other yeah, yeah, we're back in the house. You should have seen where she was living. Oh, my God. It was the smallest, cutest, most modern. I'm like, I could live my life here. Who would need anything more than that? It was only like $800 million. But still, who would need anything more than that? <laughs> I know we had leaks at our house, and so we had to move out for a little while. And she mm -hmm. moved out onto the beach into this really cute, small, but I, I could live I there could forever. downsize. Right? Didn't your husband think the same thing? Like he could live there? <sighs> I was obsessed. I was like, I could wait. Where would the kids sleep? Who cares? I would take this room, and then I would, <laughs> right? Oh my God, Liz just snorted when she laughed. <laughs> Here's where they'd sleep on the no, beach. Also, you Dorothy, as the two producers, like, Jill, we've had every episode is like 12 endings. Oh, <laughs> Okay, good night, everybody. Okay, yeah, we're out. Peace out. Good night, Lucy. And do the theme song. We suck. We suck. Thanks, Dorothy.